Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. One of our former guests, Dr. Peter Pry, a national security expert, has sadly passed away. Today we're going to replay the interview we did with him two years ago when he warned about the electromagnetic pulse and the threat to the national security grid. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview from Central Virginia via Skype with Dr. Peter Pry, who is a returning guest, and our first show a couple years ago went viral because he was talking about a very important issue, electromagnetic pulse, and how that could cause uh, vulnerability to American security. Now, especially since breaking news this week, Iran has launched its first ever satellite orbiting the Earth, and they say it's a little uh, video satellite, but in the future, could Iran launch and reach America with a nuclear device that would cause an EMP blast that would wipe out the national grid here in America? Welcome to the program, Dr. Peter Pry. Uh, how are you, sir? Well, welcome to the show and remind our audience about your impressive resume. Well, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I worked for the CIA uh, on Soviet and then Russian nuclear weapons and strategy, and then went on to serve on the House Armed Services Committee as professional staff as their, their expert on uh, nuclear weapons and weapons of mass destruction. And then I uh, left the House Armed Services Committee to serve as the uh, chief of staff of the Congressional EMP Commission, Electromagnetic Pulse Commission. And I did that for 17 years uh, until the uh, commission uh, was terminated in 2017. And now I'm the director of the uh, EMP Task Force on National and Homeland Security, which is the uh, sort of the successor to the EMP Commission, you know, but it's a uh, it's not a congressional commission anymore. A commission is one of the most powerful instruments available to Congress. It's just a congressional advisory board, which is one of the least uh, important uh, vehicles. It's sort of like going from an aircraft carrier to uh, a torpedo boat. <laughs> but as long as we've got a gun to fire and, one, and can launch one torpedo, we're gonna stay in the fight to try to get the country protected against EMP. And President Trump is with us on this. He listened to the EMP Commission and the EMP Task Force and last year signed an executive order uh, to protect our electric grids and life-sustaining critical infrastructures from EMP. Well, that's an, a very impressive resume and I love the Navy reference as a former Navy chaplain. Uh, you know, we have not yet begun to fight and damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. I can go on uh, with, with quotes from John Paul Jones, et cetera. Uh, but I wonder, with the threat of an EMP blast already established wherever it comes from, how are you now concerned about Iran and their recent launch of their first ever satellite? Well, uh, it's not actually the first satellite Iran has ever launched. Uh, Iran has, has, has orbited uh, uh, satellites before, but this is the first military satellite 
uh, that Iran has uh, has launched. And uh, and it's not just uh, uh, a normal, an ordinary type satellite because it was launched by the Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. A lot of people make the mistake of calling them the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. Their proper name is the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. And there's a reason for that. Uh, you know, that's because, you know, when the mainstream media describes them as the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, it's meant to imply that they're sort of like a like the army of Iran and that they're a normal nation state type army. But the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps is has transnational objectives. You know, its goal is to support worldwide revolution uh, to achieve the triumph of Islam in all the nations of the world. And uh, they are the world, they are an offic officially uh, condemned as a terrorist organization. In fact, they're the world's largest and deadliest terror organization in the world. And the idea that a terrorist organization has orbited a satellite over the United States, and this particular satellite has a trajectory that is uh, disturbing to us. Uh, it's also been launched with the North Koreans because North Korean scientists are present in Iran and help their their space and missile programs all the time. Even though wow. the, uh, well, yes, and- uh, I'm concerned about you know, the, the concept, first of all, that Iran now has a military grade satellite in orbit and yet, it, maybe you don't know, or maybe, uh, I don't know if it's been published by the sources that have hit the newspapers. What is the payload capacity? Is it a tiny, tiny satellite or is it a big satellite? Because uh, North Korea supplies a lot of their rocket technology to Iran. And if it's a three-stage booster or a two-stage bo booster, uh, North Korea has not yet been able to hit uh, uh, Hawaii or even Seattle because they can only launch what we used to call in, in Space Command, the golf ball from hell. In other words, a, a really terrible uh, weapon, but only the size of a golf ball. Can they launch yet something the size of a Volkswagen, which would con contain a nuclear device? They don't need to launch something the size of a Volkswagen to do a nuclear EMP attack. Uh, and North Korea can do a lot more than launch, hit us with a golf ball now. Uh, North Korea in the summer of 2017 demonstrated that it has the capability to well, deliver a nuclear warhead, uh, you know, against any city in the United States. Uh, and North Korea's got two satellites that orbit over us that are of similar size to the Iranian satellite, or I should say the Iranian satellite that was just launched is is very similar to the North Korean KMS-3 and KMS-4 satellites, which which have, are relatively small in terms of their payload. You know, it's about 200 pounds, you know, what they can, uh, what those, what can be carried by those satellites. But that's more than enough to carry a super EMP nuclear weapon. Uh, such a weapon is not designed to produce a big explosion. Uh, you don't, it doesn't have to weigh a lot because it doesn't require a lot of plutonium and uranium and tritium to achieve a big explosion. That's not the purpose of a super EMP satellite. It's designed to put out a lot of gamma rays. That's what's called what causes the EMP effect. And the yield is very low. The explosive yield is very low, only one to three kilotons. Uh, well, we can't get into the design details and the like, but to give you a sense of, uh, of what this weapon would be like, a super EMP weapon, uh, you know, it, 
it, it resembles the uh, 155 millimeter nuclear artillery shell uh, with a neutron warhead that was deployed during the Cold War. Uh, that, that was designed to put out, the, the official name of that was called the Enhanced Radiation Weapon. And uh, uh, we deployed it during the Cold War because of neutron radiation, so that it, to take advantage of the neutron radiation, which would penetrate tank armor and uh, light armored vehicle armor and kill the crews. And, uh, but the blast was very low. It had a very low uh, yield so that the German cities and towns would be spared and there wouldn't be a lot of collateral and environmental damage from it wow. because the neutron radiation would do the kill. Wow. But the other thing that is produced, uh, the official name is Enhanced Radiation Weapon because it actually puts out all kinds of radiation, including gamma rays. So if you could master a neutron bomb, uh, you know, you could uh, basically, you've got, the, you've got the beginnings of a super EMP warhead. There's a little more to it than that. But uh, if you were, ever find yourself in the uh, Atomic Museum uh, outside of Sandia National Laboratory, there's an unclassified museum called the Atomic Museum in Sandia. You can go in there and hold a, uh, a mock-up 155 millimeter nuclear neutron artillery shell in your hand. You know, it weighs about 70 pounds. Wow. Something like that could be put on a satellite, and you could basically uh, create such a powerful EMP field that would black out all of North America and knock out electric grids, communications, transportation, all the life-sustaining critical infrastructures that are necessary to sustain our modern electronic civilization. Okay, we need life. to take a short break. But when we come back, Dr. Peter Pry will tell us how President Trump could harden our uh, infrastructure to protect against this after this. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years. But now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website, or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience, and we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office. 
and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Peter Pry, ex-CIA officer, and now the leader of the EMP Task Force, that's the website, emptaskforce.us, where you can learn more. Uh, Peter, you have been a, an advisor to Congress. You worked as professional staff on the House Armed Services Committee, and you advised President Trump, or at least he sent out an executive order last year for America to begin to prepare for the, the eventuality of an EMP, electromagnetic pulse blast by North Korea or now by Iran, which has the power to put 200 pound satellites, military grade satellites in orbit when you only need 70 pounds for a neutron weapon that could take out all of North America uh, with, with uh, radiation that would disable what? What would happen to our power grid if such a weapon were deployed? Well, it's not the neutrons, it's the gamma rays that would be generated by this uh, specialized nuclear weapon that we call a super EMP weapon. Uh, and uh, it would and that would basically take out uh, electric grids and the like. Uh, uh, to make the uh, uh, audience understand this, everybody I'm sure who's listening to this show has actually had an experience on what electromagnetic fields can do. I'm sure everyone's had the experience of driving down the road, listening to your car radio, and then you pass under a high voltage power line and you lose the radio. And then it comes back on the other side. What's happened is you've passed through an electromagnetic field that has disrupted the operation of your radio. It didn't fry your, your radio and it didn't fry your car to stop your car from operating because the electric utilities know that they need to put those high voltage power lines up high enough and insulate the wires so that they don't fry your car and fry your radio. Uh, uh, in effect, uh, you know, an EMP from a high altitude nuclear weapon like like this Iranian satellite, and mind you, we don't know if this Iranian satellite is armed or not. It could be, just like we don't know whether the North Korean satellites are armed or not. But the EMP commission on which I served is concerned enough about the EMP threat, and we know that Iran and North Korea are both dangerous actors who are willing to take enormous chances uh, technologically and strategically. Uh, and so they're just the kind of kind of actors, the kind of bad actors uh, who might do something like that. And uh, that's why we had recommended that the president shoot down those North Korean satellites and, and, uh, uh, and, and shoot down the Iranian satellite now too, now that it's up there because it poses an existential threat to our, to our society, uh, which we, which we uh, uh, shouldn't be willing to live with by having this thing orbit over us several times daily. It's sort of a, a sort of Damocles over, hang, hanging over the head of our civilization. Wow! I guess you had asked you had asked me some of the specific things that would happen from an EMP. Well, the pulse itself is harmless to people. It passes 
through people's bodies, just the way a radio wave is, or the way those electromagnetic fields that you drive your car through when you pass under a high voltage power line. EMP won't directly kill you. It's the indirect effects that can kill a whole civilization. I mean, immediate, it takes enormous amounts of electricity, for example, to provide pure water. You know, immediately nobody would have running water. Uh, uh, the uh, food, we've only got enough food to feed people in this country uh, for 30 days, and the food supply would begin spoiling immediately because we need enormous amounts of electricity to run refrigeration and air conditioning systems, temper, con temperature control systems to keep the food supply fresh. You know, typically after hurricanes cause a blackout, the food supply spoils within a matter of days. Now that doesn't matter because hurricanes usually only affect, only affect one part of a country. Like in Hurricane Katrina, it just affected the southern Gulf states in Louisiana, and you can bring in food from out elsewhere. But in the case of an EMP, uh, for, if you take this Iranian satellite, if it were armed with a super EMP weapon at the altitude it's flying, 265 miles, it could put an EMP field over all of North America, not just the 48 contiguous United States, but most of Canada, all 48 contiguous United States and a good chunk of Mexico. And electronic systems, electric grids, communication systems, airplanes flying through the sky, the, the 100 nuclear reactors that, uh, that we depend upon for this country would all be put at risk. Everything electronic would be put at risk, the personal computer on your desk. Think of an EMP attack as, a, as an anti-technology weapon. It basically, basically subtracts electronic technology from the equation of your civilization. Wow. And then you're stuck trying to keep 330 million people alive in a civilization that requires electricity to support 330 million people. You know, when the first electric grid was uh, started in this country back in the 1880s, the population of the country was only 60 million. You know, that's what we could support with 19th century critical infrastructures like lo lo coal-fired locomotives and horse-drawn agrarian economies that would feed the cities. We'd actually be worth, worse off in the 19th century if we were to lose our electronics because those 19th century critical infrastructures don't exist anymore. So our population would probably fall below the 60 million. And uh, that's why the commission warned that uh, an EMP attack with a single weapon uh, in, a, in a year could potentially kill 90% of our population, the old-fashioned way, through starvation, disease, and societal collapse. We it's need to take another short break. Uh, I, I fully grasp the seriousness of what you're saying, and yet there's gotta be hope, there's gotta be a solution. Let's take a short break, we'll have the solution with Dr. Peter Pry after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. 
And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact shell, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Talking about a very serious subject, EMP blast technology from Iran or North Korea. Dr. Peter Pry is an ex-CIA operative. Uh, let me tell you, you are singing my song because before I was a chaplain, Dr. Pry, I was a Air Force Academy graduate. I worked in Space Command and Thanks to President Trump's declaration of a Space Force, our newest class of Air Force Academy 2020 just graduated, uh, maybe 5% of the grads went into the United States Space Force. First graduates ever to be able to serve in that capacity, thank God uh, for the forward thinking of our president. But I was also a nuclear missile officer. I, I had my finger on the button, so to speak, in Minot, North Dakota. And then I worked as an intelligence officer in Space Command and NORAD headquarters. Worked every day with DIA, CIA, NSA, and Canada to try and protect North America against the kind of attack that you're talking about, an EMP blast. I know that what you're telling me is true. I have served in those jobs in that capacity. Now. There is a limitation. You're saying part of the solution is to go up and shoot down the three, maybe four satellites from Iran and North Korea that are now orbiting. Because they may, we don't know if they are military, they may contain uh, that kind of gamma ra uh, radiation device that an EMP could take out the American infrastructure. Wouldn't that violate the International Space Treaty that we have, for example, with China and Russia? We don't shoot down enemy satellites because we're afraid they would shoot down our GPS satellites, our communication satellites. Nobody would be able to watch Sports Center because they'd take out our television satellites. That treaty does not extend to Iran and North Korea? Even if there wasn't a treaty, the argument you're making is exactly the argument that the State Department is making, you know, that it would establish a terrible precedent if we were to shoot down North Korea's satellites, or if we were to shoot down now the satellite from Iran. You know, it would establish a terrible precedent because we are far more dependent on satellites than any of our adversaries are. And it would it could open the door to so the so-called weaponization of space, 
where then, uh, you know, the bad guys could shoot down our satellites and cripple us in that way. Uh, I don't agree with that argument when you're dealing with an existential, a potential existential threat. But that very argument that's being made is the reason, I think, why the president hasn't followed the advice of, of the EMP commission when it comes to shooting those satellites down. Now, fortunately, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, the, the president, and you wanted me to talk about hopeful solutions, and there is hopeful solution. Now, there's really no excuse for the United States to be vulnerable to EMP. We've known for 50 years how to protect critical military systems from EMP using surge arresters and Faraday cages and blocking devices. You can even manufacture things uh, that are hardened against EMP, design them so that they'll come out hardened against EMP. Just the way we design a lot of uh, electronics to be protected against lightning. Almost all kinds of electronics, uh, most of them are protected, designed to be hardened against lightning. Like this personal computer on my desk is designed to be protected against lightning. And uh, lightning is a form of natural EMP. Now it's not as damaging as the nuclear EMP or the EMP that comes from the sun, but basically uh, the same kinds of technologies that protect against uh, 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 that can be used to be scaled up, you know, so that you can use Faraday cages and blocking devices and surge arresters that are designed for nuclear and solar EMP that would protect everything from them. And then you wouldn't have to worry about this problem. Just the way we don't worry about lightning very much because we've, uh, we've protected against that cat class of EMP, which is called E2 EMP. You know, uh, so we just, well, if we think of nuclear EMP and solar EMP as super lightning, you know, we as a society have already proved that we can protect ourselves against this uh, existential threat. But if you don't do anything about it, just the way if you don't do anything about protecting your house yeah. from fire by installing a fire alarm or something like that, it's an existential threat that can get you killed quite easily. We're almost so, out of time, Dr. Pry, but I do wanna say a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we ask for your wisdom for President Trump and every governor across America, like uh, the Colorado legislature where I served that introduced legislation to study at least hardening all of the infrastructure devices so we can protect our electrical grid, we can protect our cars, which all have microchips in them, uh, we can protect our laptops and the gasoline pumps and, and the refrigeration, everything that would be wiped out by an EMP, Father, we declare it will be protected through wisdom that you give to our leaders, whether they shoot down the Iranian satellites or not. Father, we pray for protection against the dictators, the terrorists, the Islamists, who would do grave harm to us if they could. Father, we declare that null and void. And Satan, we rebuke you, you will not have our national security. We pray God instead that you bless America and bless the world with the prosperity that we have been able to achieve uh, and harden our devices through whatever means. In Jesus' name, amen. Dr. Peter Pry, his website, emptaskforce.us. Thank you, sir, for coming on the program. Thank you so much for having me. All right, our website is prayinjesusname.org. Again, that's prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit. If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? 
pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.